You are now listening to the Bulls and Queens podcast, where we have sexy fun exploring the lifestyle and swinging exploits of black bulls, queens of spades, cuckold fantasies, open relationships, seductive interracial encounters, and other kinky shenanigans that are sure to get you off in a very good way. So get ready, ladies, and make sure you take notes, gentlemen, because here is your host, that super sexy, bald black man candy, Doc Chocolate. Well, hello there, Bulls and Queens Nation, boys and girls. Hope y'all are doing very well today or tonight, wherever in the world that you are at. This is your man and your connoisseur of fine pussies from all across the world, Doc Chocolate, coming at you with another Bulls and Queens Swinger Experience. So this is episode 25, and on today's episode, we are actually going to have ourselves an awesome and a sexy, tantalizing interview with a beautiful queen of spades, a mistress, and a lady of anacondas. So you'll see what I'm talking about more here in a few minutes when we actually introduce her. So, And I hope you guys are having a good week. I am. Why? Because our sponsor, Mr. Drew Marston of Spades Magazine, has relaunched his website. So our podcast is sponsored by Spades Magazine, and you can visit them at thespadeslife.com, thespadeslife.com, and they cover all things Queen of Spades, BBC, and other fun interracial types of shenanigans. So you guys will definitely not want to miss that and make sure that y'all pick up an episode of that digital magazine. But in today's episode number 25, we are going to cover Miss. I'm not even going to introduce her here. Look, I almost jumped the gun over here. We're going to introduce her here in a second. But uh, she's a very feisty, very beautiful, very funny uh, lady that's a queen of spades and you're gonna love her and I hope you guys are having a good week so far as we progress so I actually had a fun week I actually got to meet with a couple with JW and his beautiful lovely wife and this was actually one of their first times back in Vegas in many 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 years and so we had a lot of fun and hopefully I'll get at least her on the podcast uh, or maybe both of them on, the, on a future episode to talk about it. But um, we had ourselves quite a fun time in the shower uh, on the bed. There was a little corner of the bed that came up and we didn't know exactly what it was, but it was like a little ledge where it was perfect for doing somebody doggy style. So uh, it was super, super sexy. And matter of fact, this lady made me come twice. 
So I came the first time and took off the condom and I was still hard as a rock. So I was still ready to go. And uh, it shows you that if you're having a fun time, the party never stops. So anyways, I'm not going to get into all that. And I want to go ahead and thank our latest podcast reviewer. So our latest podcast review came from Canada and it came from Elliot Vern. And it, Mr. Elliot Vern said that this is real talk. Gave us a five star. Thank you. He said that the unrehearsed conversation is awesome. Yes, we <laughs> go shoot straight from the hip and is totally, totally unscripted. So thank you, Mr. Elliot Vern, for leaving us that awesome podcast review. And it's so hard for us to even see reviews on here if they're not from the U.S. Matter of fact, I almost did not see your review, Elliot, uh, just because in Apple they put it in a different place where you can't really see it. So, oh, well, I'm going to have to make sure that I start looking in the future at the different reviews. So you guys make sure that you rate us, review us and subscribe to us on Apple podcast, on Spotify and Google podcast. And make sure you share this podcast with your other freaky D friends out there and invite them into Bulls and Queens Nation. So we're growing every single day, every single day. All right. And this lady that we're going to introduce here in a moment She's a queen of spades and she also is a big proponent of fendom and femdom, which is financial domination and feminine domination, female domination. And that was actually something which I did not know very much about until talking with her. And initially, you know, I've always kind of been eh, a little bit weary about that, about uh, the fendom part of it, you know, financial domination. But when it comes down to it, I've matured so much over the past few years and there's many, many, many men, they get off and they love being able to be dominated financially by another uh, woman. And that's something which uh, is I've heard it said before in the past that you shouldn't um, yuck somebody's young and that was something which is totally opening my eyes. You know, that, that's a world of kink. That's a lifestyle in itself. So uh, keep that in mind, you guys, as you listen to this lovely Queen of Spades tell her story. What's going on, everybody? It is your man and your favorite male whore, Doc Chocolate, coming out at you from the cold Las Vegas metropolitan area usually it's hot out here in the desert but today is pretty crazy cold out here so i'm sitting up here with the hood and i have a very lovely guest and she is teasing me because she's in the tropical warm weather of south florida and so she's just making me totally jelly over here and i gotta describe her before i introduce her so she's this very lovely tall brunette woman and then there there is an arm there that just reached out there i was totally surprised i saw a third arm reach over there i was like what the hell 
<laughs> you, you, you gotta okay, okay okay when after i introduce you you gotta introduce me to your guest too because because that that totally surprised the hell out of me i'm so sorry too yeah no so this is my king this is uh daddy rock he's always with me we go everywhere together <laughs> king daddy rock how you doing man Great. It's honestly like um, his hands are normally on me, so I okay. that's totally I forgot I should have mentioned that at some point I would probably be groping. Yeah, hey. the groping just all the time. All right, all right. See, 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 groping, you guys. That's all part of the lifestyle. And so, like, okay, so I gotta describe this. So I was describing my guest, who I'm going to introduce here, her in like 45 seconds, and then all of a sudden, I seen this big old black arm reach out, and I was like, I got confused for a second. I was like, hold on, I see two of her arms, and I see a third arm, and I was like, is that a dick or is that an arm? I was like, what's going on? You never with know it? with me. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so i love it i love it never quite know <laughs> oh, man. and so she has a black over uh what do you call those a black mesh it's sheer it's just a sheer yeah crop top okay so she has a black sheer, sheer mesh mask shirt over and she has oh she she's jiggling them for me she has these beautiful queen of spades uh tatas and it's a bra top and it's red with a queen of spades symbol on there very very sexy yeah you can find anything on etsy the qos <laughs> uh movement is taking over etsy i don't know last time you were on there but it's insane it's so popular now it's, it's like there's I can't even tell you how many stores sell uh, QOS. Yeah, Keys, it's tops, everything. Yeah, it really is totally taking over. And, you know, we're going to even talk mm -hmm. more about that, too. And so, you know what? Let me just stop jabbering at the mouth. I'm just going to introduce her. So today I have Miss Lady Anaconda. <laughs> and her team. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I know he's always with me. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for having me, for having us. We're so happy to be here. You're very, very welcome. And so, for those of you guys who don't know Lady Anaconda, she's actually all over the place. So, she's on Twitter, she's on Instagram, and those are really the only social media that I really check nowadays. So I'm sure she's all over the place in other spots as well. But Lady Anaconda is a top QOS queen of spades, cuckoldress, and femdom. She is the founder of House of Anaconda Modeling, Anaconda Fights, Anaconda Femme, Anaconda Noir Productions, hopefully I said that correctly, and the Elite QOS Movement. Lady Anaconda has been training subs and supporting Black empowerment for over six years. Lady Anaconda is a top 1% OnlyFans content producer, and she teaches cucks and sissies how to be better allies and put their money where their mouth is at. So, and you can reach her at ladyanacondahoa.com and then on her OnlyFans page, which is OnlyFans.com slash Anaconda Noir. <laughs> and she keeps jiggling her boobs over here, just turning me on. And she's just like teasing me over here. She's like, I think, what, about 3,000 miles away from me? And you're just over there teasing me. <laughs> How you doing, girl? 
I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. Like, honestly, your voice is so sexy. I apologize. It's just turning me on and I'm just, the titties are out there in a Cure West bikini. They're feeling good, you know. Hey, that turns me on too. I'm like, woo. And her king. Uh, What was his name again? King? Daddy Rock. King Daddy Rock. (laughs) King Rock. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You don't have to call him daddy. That's my bad. (laughs) Okay. Hey, what I've learned in life is whenever another male wants me to call him daddy, it ain't happening. <laughs> so, I was like, that's not his only name. Y'all have to, yeah. <laughs> so everybody, uh, you probably have heard of Lady Anaconda because again, she is all over the place. And the way I actually uh found her was I think a few months ago, because I've only been on twitter since december so about three months and so i saw all these like videos and posts that she was doing and like she was like just dominating these guys and these subs and like she was just totally sexy and putting posting all these videos and she's really like a dom but like i i love the dynamic because this is my first time talking to her and she's very very sweet but then i can tell she has that dark side or the anaconda side where she comes out and she's just like hey i don't take no shit no nonsense i'm gonna put you in your place right right that's i mean i'm a total switch i think that's like the main way to just describe it i'm a switch and i can switch it to you know back and forth you know second to second when i'm in a session because it's just so natural for me to be submissive to black men and women, uh, black kings and queens. Like I'm so completely bisexual, so men and women. And I'm just naturally dominant to anybody that is not a black king or queen. So like any of my subs, I mean, it's mostly white boys, but obviously equal opportunity, you know, any race other than black kings and queens, you know, I just so naturally feel alpha to them, like dominant to them. Like I just want to be bratty and just like educate them and, give them no like no inch no mercy it's it's just so much fun and my black king especially you know daddy rack he loves watching me in action so that just like makes it even more fun and more sexy and i just absolutely love being a switch that is totally awesome so it's called a switch yeah like if you're if you're really in touch with you know going between being in a dominant mode and going into a submissive mode and especially you know being in a cuckold uh environment you know there's some bdsm play in there but it's like it's sensual it's kinky you know so i just like to be able to be wherever my mindset is and you know i have my my main owned uh cuck that's who's out in california and he just that's one of the main things he's like worships about me is how comfortable and how easily i flow back and forth between you know being on my hands and knees kissing my black king's feet you know just like sucking their toes and just being like having them spit in my mouth and like just being a total sub for them to then immediately like turning around and smacking my, you know, cuck in the face and telling him he's too close and back up and like get down on, you know, get underneath and like lick up this uh, globs of spit. You know, it's just, it all is just what I'm having fun with anyway. So it just comes naturally. <laughs> I love it. I love that key. And I can tell that you absolutely love it just because I see this glow that's just totally emanating from your face. And I mean, you guys and ladies that are listening to this, Lady Anaconda is just fucking glowing and so all right so you gotta tell us miss lady anaconda queen Mm -hmm. how did you first get started in the qos queen of spades lifestyle 
Well, it was it was a long road uh, because years ago, like maybe like 10 something years ago, I was being a cuckoldress, living a cuckoldress lifestyle, but I was not like online educating myself. I didn't know the terminology. I didn't even know how far I could take it. I just was finally like, you know, in college meeting all different people. I realized black men were elite. They had this this aura of just like confidence and power and just like they didn't need to prove anything to you. Like they just, it was so sexy and I wanted the challenge of like pleasing them. So it's just like my my life just switched when I made that, you know, realization that this is what I'm built for. This is what I'm this is what I'm meant for. And at the same time, I would have these primarily little white boys around me that were obsessed with these black guys, whether they were athletes or not, they were just like obsessed with them. And they want to talk about them. Like, oh my gosh, who did you see? What were you doing? Where did you go? Can I drive you to go to go meet him? Can I just now they're taking me out to eat. Now they're taking me shopping just because they want to hear the details. So I just thought it was really funny. I was having this cuckold just kind of existence without even realizing that, you know, this is a whole lifestyle that many, many people, you know, enjoy. And, you know, there's a whole community out there. I didn't even realize it. And, uh, you know, finally I got online actually because of my king, like kind of trying to let me know. He's like, you're not really online. Like, do you realize there's a whole community out there of like, you know, these cuck subs and beta bitches that would really, you know, appreciate the direction that you have. Like, you know, I kind of started my own little world and I was just like, oh my God, I can just be myself and start a whole brand, start a whole company and, and inspire other women to do the same and show, you know, some of these wannabe alpha subs, how much more fun it is when you really give into your submissive side and not try to control the situation. So, you know, it's been a long time, you know, in the works, but I'm just so glad that, uh, it kind of happened naturally instead of me trying to go online and, and find something that makes money and go to that. No, like it, I was living the life and then I brought it, you know, to the internet and realized how much I could grow with it. And I'm li- loving every day. <laughs> That's beautiful lady. That's beautiful lady. Anaconda. And isn't it awesome how you can uh, take something that you love and something that, you know, you would do for free and make money off of it. Yes. You know? Yes, and you know, using my power as a white woman who just for whatever reason people have been conditioned to want to listen to what I have to say just because of my complexion. So I use that power to my advantage as much as I can and get black men and women paid as much as I can. Like, you know, free promo, directing them to content. I work with black kings and queens all the time. You know, I'll do like rinses on Skype when I'm with them and like, you know, make the subs pay them extra, extra. Like, I just I do whatever I can. And obviously, Anna kind of fights that was that whole point was I knew I needed to have activism be a key element of what House of Anaconda did because of how easy it is for white women to get online and make, make guys sense, you know, especially when they're in the Findom world. So I, uh, I felt like that was the responsibility I had because I was going to live this lifestyle where I get to have fun every day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, tell us some more about Findom. So um, I know a little bit about it. Uh, and I've actually been talking to my lovely wife, uh, my lovely queen about doing something to that effect. But yeah, you're like the OG. So like, give us a 411 on that. Well, you know, like I said, like, I'm kind of all over the place. So there's a lot of women that exclusively just financially dominate online, you know, they may never do any type of porn. Um, they show no nudity, you know, they're very strictly um, about the tease and, you know, denial, obviously, like, you know, a lot of time financial submissives 
because uh, first of all, it's like a luxury lifestyle to be a financial submissive, right? You have to be able to afford it, the type of direct attention that you're getting with the goddess that you're paying. Um, so there's, there's like a pay pig culture that's just a little more like direct, like pay to play, like a guy that can afford only so much, but he wants this little conversation or he's going to buy a little bit of shopping. But then there's real financial submissives that, you know, they're taking an extra job to be able to pay you what you want. You know, like you're setting wow. the bar of, no, if you can't pay me $5,000 this week, we're not, I'm not speaking to you. Like figure it out, sell your Xbox, find, find some extra job. Like it's more about really controlling somebody's finances and really, you know, making it, you're the priority. You are everything they're supposed to pay for it, no matter what it is you want. So, you know, there's levels to the financial domination world, I would say. Hey, sexy ladies and guys out there, pardon the interruption, but I had to ask you this question. Do you all love queens of spades like I do? Seeing all those sexy ass women makes me go crazy. And I know it makes you go crazy too. Well, guess what? My friend Drew Marston has a magazine that is dedicated to queen of spades and it's called Spades Magazine. Spades Magazine has exclusive interviews with real-life queens of spades, black bulls, and the hottest interracial kink content anywhere. It comes out bi-monthly, and it has the hot, steamy content that you can't find anywhere else. You'll be able to see queens such as Adrena Cuckoldress, Rebecca's Office, Secret Playwife, The Sexy Venus Cuckoldress, Everybody's Grandma I Like to Fuck, Sika Black, and more. So check it out right now at thespadeslife.com. That's thespadeslife.com. And if that site isn't up, go to Twitter right now and go to at Spades Magazine. That's Twitter on at Spades Magazine. And make sure that you tell Drew that I sent you. Now, back to the show. That is crazy. And I mean, it's yeah. one of those things where, you know, I, I, I'm a total capitalist and like, I believe that uh, you get paid for what you give. And like, there's always something that somebody can give to another person. And like, uh, and it seems to me that uh, like when I was looking at pay pigs and whatnot, it seems like they get something like really big like do you think lady anaconda that that is sexual something that that they get from uh, it's still sexual absolutely like tease yeah. and denial is still sexual being locked okay. in a chastity cage and not being you know having your orgasm controlled even if it means you don't have an orgasm for six months or you know which probably wouldn't be super healthy you probably have to at least <laughs> let them have a ruined orgasm at the very least but um all of that control is you know like you are in control of their existence you're in control of their finances and that includes their sex life, even though it probably means that they don't have much of sex life. Their sex life is, you know, worshiping you, stroking to your content, being denied any sort of release, you know, whatever their kinks are. Um, it's just bringing that financial play of that power play. Because, you know, at the end of the day, like there's these guys, like this is one of my whole platforms. But there's a lot of these, I call them betas, a lot of these incel guys who have been told by society that they're very special they're very masculine they're very powerful this and that but maybe they just have like not even like maybe they'll have like a micro dick like literally a micro dick you know that's basically a, a like a clit or something it's you know because 
And I know we're going to talk about this later, later about Moshe the Ocean and size. Like, we're stop, talking like, you know what? We're stop talking about, talking about, stop talking about my micro dick, lady <laughs> anaconda. I'm not. And I knew, this is what I'm trying to explain. <laughs> it's not about that. It's just, um, you know, they sexualize being humiliated or whatever. You know, it's, it's all tied to sex, sex, you know, at the end of the day. Like, it turns them on to have that power play of, the money taken from them and now they can't go out or go do anything all they can do is stay home and worship you and they love that they love that control because i'm saying a lot of these incel guys um a lot more to do with their entitlements it's a lot more white guys that they think that women should want to talk to them just because they exist even though they can't get it up even though they don't want to have sex even though they're bad at sex even whatever and they don't even like women but they still think that they should be entitled to them it's just there needs to be a lot more education out there about all the different lifestyles that you could be involved in, all the different kinks that can, like, you know, be a part of your life instead of just being angry that you can't do something in this traditional way or be, you know, what society's trying to tell you that you have to be, um, you know. So there's definitely a lot of that where I, I really enjoy the fact that a lot of the subs that I talk to, they're intrigued by the different approach I have, the fact that I want to tackle white entitlement, tackle like, you know, these white safe spaces being everybody's priority, you know, and really educate them to be like, you don't have to be like, oh, I, I sexualize being a loser. You can just sexualize. I want my wife to get whatever sexual experience she wants, even if that just means she wants to go hang out with her girlfriend and get eaten out for six hours. I, I support it as, you know, like, you know what I mean? Just you already are in the lifestyle. You know, there's a lot of different lifestyles out there, oh, yeah. you know? but some people are still very much in that, whatever you want to call it, vanilla or whatever that world that they're like afraid to even crack open the door you know to put any sort of open-mindedness to what their sex life should look like you know good has anybody ever told you you look like kate perry katie perry yeah really no i haven't gotten that one i used to i mean my hair is short right now but i also um used to get uh what's her name alex oh, alex or something from orange is the new black but she was also donna in that 70s show oh uh the taller chick name right now yeah i can't think of her name right now and emma stone i get emma stone a lot i can see emma stone i can see emma stone Mm -hmm. like yeah (laughs) yeah yeah if your hair was lighter if your hair was blonde i could see totally see emma stone blonde or red yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so okay hey just something i saw (laughs) so and like tell me like okay i got two quick questions all right (laughs) Like white boys, like B O I S. Like what? What does it feel that way? B O I S. I'm saying like they. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh! oh, We got a chain going on. Hold on, hold on. B O I S. B O I S. B O I S. (laughs) I mean, first I thought it was mostly to try and like deter the uh, Twitter algorithm or whatever from like finding like. I don't know. At first, I thought they were doing it to try and deter people from finding their their own tweets, these white boys, because they were calling themselves B-O-I-S, right? Because I don't care. I'm going to put it all out on Front Street. Like, no, B-O-I, like, B-O-I-S, B-O-I-S, I don't care. You're still a little beta white boy. <laughs> Whatever. But I think it's just something about the kink, like, that's just their, the word that they use for that. I don't, I have no idea. I call them betas, period. That's what I call them. Okay. But they're, such, they're sexualizing what they see as their inferiority, their fragile, weak DNA, you know, like that we're beta boys forever, we'll never be men. That's like the main thing I think that it comes from. 
Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, and then another question is, and I know you you, you can't answer, maybe you can't answer this or not, but I know you don't have a penis. I'll do my best. But like, I'll do my best. <laughs> I wear one sometimes. Oh, okay, yeah, you do wear a strap on. I have seen you with a strap on before. Um, how do they go pee with the cage on? <laughs> there's some, there's some that like I think they can, like there's some where you can. And there's some where you can't. It's just the style. There's so many different styles of chastity cages. There's some that come with, you know, something that goes into their penis. There's some that, you know, clip onto their balls. There's some, you know, they're made of all different types of materials, silicone, plastic, metal, et cetera. There's, you got 3D printers now. So imagine, uh-huh. imagine the type of like diversity in, you know, if you really want to be in a cage, uh, you know, long-term, you can absolutely have a design where your little pee hole is at least clear just a little tip of the little thing and, and you can pee still. Um, but, you know, also there's different cages that they at least want to take it off so they can clean themselves. So it just, that of course is up to the Dom in terms of what cage she's putting them in so that they have a certain level of, um, you know, access to at least not be disgusting. Yeah. Cause balls and dicks can get nasty. Like mm-hmm. shit. And then, yeah, yeah I, and, and I saw that, I saw a cage uh, before Lady Anaconda where, yeah, the, the, the tip, the thing, it was like a needle or whatever that goes inside the pee hole. I was like, what the yeah. hell? I was like. People are into all sorts of things. And it's like, what, I think it's like anything else. Once you start down a road, you want to just keep amping it, right? Uh-huh. You want it like when you start doing, so imagine some of these guys have been doing different types of dom sessions and with different types of cages and different types of uh, CBT, which is cock and ball torture, you know, they're just going to kind of want to keep like up in the ante, uh, you know, till they get to the point where they're like, no, I don't like this anymore. Okay. Like I can't stand this. This is too excruciating. <laughs> I'm like, wait, God, it's been nine months. Like what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And I threw your key into the ocean. Oops. Like, oh, you know, that yeah. happens. That's the risk you're taking. It's up to me. It's my choice. I'm the key holder. I do what I want. That is Let awesome. Them keep them, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so tell me about some of your sexiest times that you've had in the lifestyle. Oh and like God. get get totally, I want you to get totally triple X-rated with me. And I want you to well, pull up an anaconda. Okay. I mean, there's so many different types of situations that I'm in, which is like really amazing. So like we could talk about you know, my early days of like being in college and first discovering like what a fucking slut I love to be. Sorry if that's F word. I can't remember if that one's allowed. But Everybody loves slut. sluts. Everybody loves sluts. I, Everybody does. Lo- and I, I'm a male when slut. You love, when you love to be a slut, it's just so freeing. Like when you're, you know, like my uh, King Rack like teases me that I'm like player, player, but like I didn't see it that way. Like I was just like, oh, everybody's in their lane. Like these guys didn't, they wanted me to just be cool, come over you know, suck them off or get, get, pop it open, whatever, and, and keep it moving. Like, you know, it's better that I'm not like up under them. Like, you know, I was on to the next. And they were, everybody was always cool with me because I, I just kept it cool. So like, I would get invited to all the after parties. I got invited to all the gang bangs and I was having <laughs> the best time I would come over to, you know, so like, for instance, one of my uh, sexiest times was uh, after one of the football players birthday parties, went back to the apartment and that was my first gang bang. And that was super, super hot. And just to have all of these sexy black kings, about 10 of them, just taking turns wow. on me was very, like, I felt so powerful, but also just like this, the stubbiest and sluttiest I've ever felt. And, 
you know, just, and it was like, I'd done smaller ones before then. And I'd even had like, you know, maybe like four guys and I was supposed to have two girlfriends there with me. And then all of a sudden the two girlfriends are gone and it's just me and the four guys. And I'm wow. like, I'm built for this though. I got this. I'm ready. <laughs> like, you know, like I just loved that evolution time of just being like, Oh, my body is built for this. Like, I'll, Oh, I can come over and over again. Yes. I want this. Like, you know, it's just that time was so hot. Like just going from class to Dick to class to more Dick, like three guys in a day. Like I just was living like a life that some women just could dream of and uh it was like right out the gate 1819 you know wow wow i'll give you as many details if you got any questions i'll give you as many details as you want but i mean now i get to get my models together and have like you know group fun whenever we want you know what i mean and i'm i'm absolutely blessed that uh there's some black kings like in professional porn that really appreciate my brand and have like been open to me worshiping them so that's been amazing to have like these legendary black kings you know that i get to uh, worship with my sexy qos friends like that's that's an elite lifestyle dream so that's super hot that is awesome that is crazy awesome and i know that was probably like one out of a few out of hundreds of stories you could tell us huh yeah, I mean, like, it's like, I don't even know where to start because I, I do so many different things with so many different people. And like, sometimes my cuck is there. Sometimes I have, you know, another cuck, like paying whatever, you know, whatever I decide that I want from them that day to be some sissy plaything or some cucky plaything for the night with me and my kings or me and my models. And just, just dressing them up, tormenting them, making them serve us all night, you know, maybe doing a BDSM session and tying them up and beating them like, you know, sometimes I'll tie them up in the chair and blindfold them while I just suck and fuck my black king for as long as I want. And I might ignore them or I might, you know, torment them. So, you know, that was something that we just did recently, which was really hot. So I would just, I mean, it kind of depends what kind of story you want. Like I, I, I could come up with so many. <laughs> She's blushing. That's what you're into. She's blushing. That's what you're into. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about how I'd like, I love, I love when black kings like are really dominant, for instance, like when they don't have to overcompensate, they're just naturally like in control dominant. And they just, they can tell already that I'm just already submitting to them. I already just want to be like this little stubby princess. And, you know, I'm six feet tall. So like, it's, it's so hot when it's like somebody who, whether he's taller than me or not, because trust me, that doesn't make a difference when he can like manhandle me. Oh my God. I just, I want to, I want to like eat your ass and suck your balls until like (laughs) I die. So it's it just again. It depends on what kind of stories you're looking for. I got them all. <laughs> yes. So short guys have a chance. <laughs> Damn. So some of the best yeah. sex I've had in my life has been guys that are shorter than me. So yeah. you know, straight up, like you know, because again, like I was at a school with like so many athletes and stuff like that. So like soccer players, basketball players, football players, they just like throwing me around. It didn't matter if they were taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That was a workout. <laughs> right? She was like, I don't need to do deadlifts or squats or cardio. Shoot. I can just <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so yeah, that's a that's a lifestyle too. Sex life being your exercise. Sure. Right? Call it sex exercise. Mm-hmm. Exercise for sure. <laughs> so if somebody wanted to get into Findom and Femdom, right? Like, what would they do? To- you gotta do your research. 
everybody, no matter what you're trying to get into, you got to do your research because there's so many people that take this lifestyle very seriously. And, you know, especially like subs that are experienced, they will, they will just take advantage of any newbie that they can. They will top from the bottom all day long. So you've got to do your research, research about kinks, triggers, what BDSM actually means and entails. Um, you know, because once you have a solid like basis of like understanding going into it, you'll find your style, you'll find your comfort, you'll find what kinks you like to play with, what language you like to use. Do you like to be on the phone? Do you like to be, you know, doing a lot of sex panther, like texting and just doing voice notes? Do you like to do, you know, go on a cam show and rinse live, like while you're hanging out? Like there's such a, such a variety of lifestyle that you could do when you're dominating online because you have the safety and, you know, the convenience of being at, you know, wherever you are and on your own schedule. So it really, really pays to take the time to educate yourself a little bit, you know, look like even just looking around at the sites, I want clips and Reddit, this and that, just seeing how the women, you know, talk about themselves, their brand, talk about what they're into, how they engage with other subs. You're going to get a feel for what fits for you, but you, you want to know, you know, what you're doing so that you have respect you know, for the community. And no matter what, if you would do your research, you're always going to be more successful. Right? right. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That is right. And you totally have a brand and I do love the fact that you, you stay true to your brand. And mm-hmm. so that leads us into the next question. So tell us about your company. So you got this Anaconda brand. So you got, okay. So I didn't even know about Anaconda fights until just now. Is that like a female fight club or? <laughs> Twitter keeps taking it down. Like Twitter has literally taken down my activism branch more than any of my porn pages. That tells you something about the establishment. That tells you something about the white patriarchy right there. But the most offensive thing they found was when I would speak out against certain politics or speak up for the Black Lives Matter movement. Because again, House of Anaconda has been around for years. So we were donating and working with um, Black Lives Matter, uh, Cleveland specifically, because I used to be in Ohio. Um, like closely, like they knew who Lady Anaconda was, who House Anaconda was. Um, and, you know, we showed up to the protests and they knew exactly who we were and we were working with them. But anytime I was posting like donations that my cucks were making or different, you know, things that my cucks were doing to support not just Black Lives Matter, ACLU or other local, you know, organizations, community based or otherwise, like that was what I would constantly get in trouble for on Twitter. Like I've, so I've had to restart the page a couple of times excuse me, but my longtime subs, they know that that's a part of my brand, no matter what, you know, I don't need to have a separate Twitter page for it. I just can't believe that like years of showing, you know, that this is what I do. Here's the proof of it. They just kept taking it down. I don't know why, but that's what Anaconda Fights is, is it's just the activism element. So I want my models to feel like they can always speak up and speak out, whether it's, you know, black empowerment issues, whether it's, you know, any type of sex worker rights you know we worked with a company called badass for a long time because they work a lot to get revenge porn taken off the internet um you know there's just a lot of issues that are close to all of us and you know i always wanted house of anaconda models to feel like i would have their back 100 percent. i want to be a platform that people can you know use to speak you know anytime i go on twitch if i have black men or women on my podcast i don't want to speak for them i want to let them know hey whatever's bothering you or whatever you want to you know get your frustrations out about even please use my platform, speak to it, because that's, that's what I should be doing. That's what I should be, you know, using my abilities and my resources for. 
And I totally love and respect that lady Anaconda, just that you're using your platform to help uh, black causes, black life matters. And that was something that uh, was a topic of discussion a few weeks ago when uh, Caramel, my wife and I, we mm -hmm. uh, talked with another black couple with uh, Bomber and the bell off of black and kinky yeah. lifestyle. And uh, we were talking about, okay, well, uh, a lot of these uh, white queens that get into the lifestyle and they're going after uh, the black kings, are they just going after it just for the black dick or do they actually care about the, mm -hmm. uh, the black causes? And you definitely, uh, your heart is there, you know, uh, which I love. And I know other, I know black males, black females uh, love and respect you for that. Well, I think that at the end of the day, like I said earlier, it's my responsibility as a, as a white woman to educate other white women and, you know, let them know that they should hold themselves accountable. And also um, white males also need to be educated. And so sometimes I'm talking to women and I'm helping them, you know, educating them and telling them how they can educate their husband. And sometimes I'm talking to the husband and helping him, you know, understand like why he needs to be more respectful and why he needs to educate himself and why his wife does as well. So there's definitely um, kind of like, I think, those two different dynamics in the lifestyle right now where there's either people white couples specifically who just don't they want to leave like oh I don't want to think about politics I don't want to think about any of that this is my private time this is my private space and da, da, da. but everybody's bringing everything with them all the time you, you're not separate from the rest of the world just because you're having some kinky fun so we can't do that especially when the state of the world is as it is and especially because like I said about white spaces we can't be like prioritizing your your little white safe space above everybody feeling respected black men and women not feeling like they're just endlessly i mean i'm not i'm not trying to preach to the choir we know that black men and women and everything about your bodies your culture your your thoughts your creativity just constantly white people benefit from that without giving back to the black community the way that they're supposed to so i can't let my my world in this fendom culture this fetish culture be one more example of that because there's already too much of that so i don't care if it makes people uncomfortable i don't care if you're trying to escape everything while you're you know having your little fetish play this is important it's too important as and it's a big like you're saying you're you're engaging with this black king but you don't respect him or you're gonna try and like treat him treat him like crap like it just no we're not so he's just there for it's no we're gonna change that whole culture we're not having that crap anymore i'm not dealing with it mm -mm. that's beautiful that's beautiful take a stand and so, and you guys and ladies that are listening to this, you can hit up Lady Anaconda again. The links are in the show notes and it's on the website. She's at ladyanacondahoa.com. And it has links to all of her other properties that she has. And so you have the uh, your modeling agency and you have Noir Production. Am I saying Noir correctly? Anaconda Noir, yeah. Noir, okay. It's it, yeah. It's just that's the that's the porn branch. That's where I do a lot of collaborations, uh, both with House of Anaconda models and you know other people in different elements of the lifestyle. You know, triple X content, including you know porn fetish, a lot of different fun stuff. <laughs> but I wanted to have a lane that was specifically for that because with House of Anaconda we do a range of modeling, and sometimes we work with companies that, you know, they may be sex worker friendly and support, you know, support women, support uh, sex workers, but maybe they don't use nudity in their advertising. So I just wanted to, you know, 
kind of keep everything in its right lane. <laughs> All right. So lightning round. Let's do it. Paddles or whips? Oh, I like paddles. Paddles. Okay. Black leather. Fade crop. <laughs> oh, black leather or red satin? Oh, I'm going to say black leather. Black. Right. I'm pretty much always going to choose black. Well, black and red, those are my colors. So oh, black and red. All right, all right, all right. I, I was going to say, I know you're a dominatrix. <laughs> see, see, Lady Anna kind of like throwing me off my game. She keep on shaking her titties over there and just throwing me off my game. <laughs> I don't mean to be throwing you off your game. I'm just trying to give you what you deserve, the show that you deserve. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You did tell me to chill, but relax. (laughs) All right. And so uh, last question is, is it the size or the motion in the ocean? It just depends on what I need that day. Sometimes I just need me personally, and this isn't everybody. Sometimes I just need a monster to just destroy me, almost split me open from the back. That is just sometimes I just want to be pounded out. Like I just, that's what I want. And other times I just want to be eaten out. I just want to be like, you know, stroked nice. Like I don't, you know, like it doesn't need to be 10 plus every single time, but I am kind of a size queen because I couldn't live my whole life without big, big giant dicks that's just me I've always been like that but I'm also glad that I've been open-minded enough in my life to realize how good sex can be when somebody's just talented and knows what they're working with you're making me cry over here with my half inch micro penis you are so it's so funny that you can make those jokes because you know that it's not true but (laughs) there's some of these subs out here are just like I really have that that's really what I have you know what? You know what? You're right. You're right. And they always think that they're the only ones. They'll like hit me over. Like, Is mine the tiniest you've ever seen? No, I've literally seen something this tiny like six times just today. Like you guys are not special. There are so many of you out here. That is why I'm trying to let women know. Ladies, you could get these little cookies, these little bitch boy wallets. Like there are so many of them out here. <laughs> I just scoop them up like M&M. Like, come on. Let's do it. Them like M&Ms. Oh, man. I love it. I love it. You, you, you know what? I, I'm going to stop doing that because like you, you did raise up a good point, though. Like they're like they're listening. They're like, why are you making fun of that? I really do have a condition. So I apologize. For... No, no, if anything, you should tell them to cash app you for the very special little humiliation that they just got. And they probably jerked off to like, you don't even realize how little it takes for these little betas because you could never. Yeah. Black Kings can't even, you can't even figure out how stupid they are because you're so above them. You can't even like understand their thought process. Like, don't worry about it. That's what I'm here for. I'm going to do it for you because you shouldn't have to deal with them. This it's, I'll just have them cash up you and stay quiet <laughs> because that's what they should do. They know it too. They're all going to message me after this interview and be like, thank you, goddess. Thank you, goddess. What's his cash up? I'm telling you. <laughs> I definitely want to thank Miss Lady Anaconda, the queen, and she has her black king next to her. And 
for those of you guys and ladies that have been listening to her and love her, which should be every single one of y'all, <laughs> y'all need to reach out to her at ladyanacondahoa.com. And then her OnlyFans page is onlyfans.com slash Anaconda Noir. And then on Twitter, she is at Lady Anaconda HOA. At Lady Anaconda HOA. So hit that girl up and make sure you don't come at her with any BS. Make sure if <laughs> <laughs> make sure you open up your wallets if you are beta and if you're a black king and queen, y'all know what to do. So thank y'all for listening to another episode of the Bulls and Queens. Make sure y'all go to the website at bullsandqueens.com. I have a special gift for you. And make sure you review us, you rate us, and you subscribe to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Until next time, peace out. Thank you for listening to everybody's favorite black man candy, Doc Chocolate of the Bulls and Queens podcast. If you would like Doc Chocolate to help you host your next fun and kinky private party, or you want info on his next monthly Las Vegas Bulls and Queens play party, or you'd like to have him pose as a nude or semi-nude model for your next girls' night out or bachelorette party, make sure you go to www.bullsandqueens.com right now and fill out the form on the website to contact Doc. Again, that's www.bullsandqueens.com. Until next time, bulls, queens, and cucks, stay sexy.